It's a jailbreak. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Goodnight Gorilla, by Peggy Rathman, published by G.P. Putnam Sons Books for Young Readers. If a picture's worth a thousand words, there are thousands of words in this one. But as far as actual words go, there's almost none. Goodnight Gorilla follows an aloof zookeeper as he locks up the zoo and puts the animals to bed. Will the animals all fall asleep? Or will this zookeeper fall asleep before the animals, leaving them to run the roost? Well, grab some coffee. It's going to be a long night. Grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We open on a zookeeper. No, it's not Kevin James. But it's the night time, and he has his head down with his flashlight on as he's passing a gorilla's cage. And he states, quote, Good night, gorilla. End quote. How thoughtful. He doesn't just shut the lights off and shout, Go to bed. He tells him, Good night. Who wouldn't sleep tight after hearing someone cares? Well, apparently this gorilla, because it has other plans. It's reaching for the keyring on the zookeeper's belt loop, pulling the old Pirates of the Caribbean. But how does this zookeeper not notice? He must be really overworked by the mean old higher-ups at the zoo. He needs to make a complaint with HR. Or... Is it something else? Could it be his guilt about this gorilla being locked up in a cage? Which makes it so he can't even look at the gorilla? And he's allowing this gorilla to break out to freedom without getting himself in trouble? It's a possibility. Though, I don't know why this gorilla would want to. I gotta say, this gorilla's pad is pretty sick. He's got a bike in his cage, magazines, and a tire swing. He's got everything a guy could ask for. And fresh bananas. Nonetheless, the gorilla, who I gotta say looks like a guy in a gorilla suit from a 1950s movie, gets the keys and opens up his cage. You're free, gorilla! Run! Save yourself! Huh. The gorilla runs up behind the zookeeper and starts to follow him. Is he about to exact his vengeance? He's taking a risk. He better hope he doesn't get caught. The two of them pass an elephant's cage, and the zookeeper says his goodnights again. Though, I don't know if this elephant deserves it. He made a hell of a mess outside of his cage with his peanuts. What is this, a baseball game? Clean your mess up. We don't see it, but the gorilla must have let the elephant out of his cage, because now both of them are following the zookeeper, and they're on their way past a lion's cage. This time the gorilla is already unlocking his cage. Releasing the trained killer to do his dirty work. This zookeeper has no clue what's going to happen to him. He's completely unaware of everything going down. This guy's so out of it, he's like a high schooler on her phone during a family vacation. Somehow the zookeeper is still alive, and these interactions continue throughout the night, with him saying goodnight to a hyena and a giraffe, all while a gorilla follows behind him, letting the animals out of their cages. It's a jailbreak. 
In case you're wondering if this zookeeper gets fired for his dereliction of duty, he doesn't. He was promoted to Epstein's jail guard. Oh, sorry. I fell asleep. You want to see the footage? Uh, the cameras were broken. The last animal the zookeeper comes across is an armadillo. And he must really hate it. Because when the zookeeper says goodnight to him, he flashes a light directly in his eyes. Rise and shine! Yeah, my eyes! How the hell is a guy supposed to fall asleep when you're blinding him with that light? All the animals are lined up behind the zookeeper now, and they follow the zookeeper right out of the zoo. I guess he locks all the cages, but he doesn't lock the front gate. Huh. So it's more about keeping them in than keeping anyone out. Well, I'm guessing the zookeeper chose this job out of convenience, and not for the love of it, because his house is right out front. I've actually never seen anything like it. There's a neighborhood sitting right there. No parking lot, no bus stop, or anything. Doesn't seem like the best setup for a zoo. Or a neighborhood. Ah, what's that smell? Oh, the elephants had their morning defecation. That's awful. You get used to it. It's really not that bad. It's kind of like my cup of coffee in the morning. Well, I'm up. And I think I'm gonna be sick. All the animals follow the zookeeper right into his house. And he still doesn't notice a thing. He just leaves his front door wide open. I don't care how safe the neighborhood is, this guy is asking to get murdered. He must have worked a few too many overtime hours. Or more likely is on drugs, because no one would make that mistake if they had all their faculties. The animals follow him right to his bedroom, where his wife is already asleep. Oh no, they're going to take out his whole family. Well, actually, all the animals decide they're going to sleep there for the night. And they choose some of the most uncomfortable spots on the floor. Like they're passing out at 5am in the morning at a house party. Whew, that's a long night of drinking. The only one who's not on the floor is the gorilla. He thinks he deserves a little more for doing all that work. So he tucks himself right in next to Mrs. Zookeeper. That sick mofo. Mrs. Zookeeper, half asleep, states, quote, Good night, dear. End quote. To which all the animals respond with a nice and polite good night. Yep, you guessed it. This startles Mrs. Zookeeper. And she turns on the light to see all the animals are in her bedroom. And she's like, You sickos need to get the hell out of here. So she grabs the flashlight and marches their asses right back to the zoo. And puts them all away. I said good night. On her way back, look who's still following her. Yep, it's the pesky little gorilla. And the tale ends with the two of them climbing back into bed, with Mrs. Zookeeper completely unaware of the little menace in her bed, as they all fall asleep, with a banana peel on the covers. Eating in bed. So filthy. I wonder if that gorilla would treat his own cage like that. What's the moral to this one? Well, there are two of them that are quite similar to each other. The first being 
that we aren't aware of our surroundings when we're tired. So take the proper precautions. Lock up your home, and whatever you do, don't drive when you're sleepy. And the other one is, if you're an employee who's overworked so much that you can't do your job or function at all, get some rest and find another job, because the one you're stuck in could cost you your life. Now, what do I think of Peggy's work? Well, her writing was rather concise and repetitive, only having the characters say goodnight, and she was able to pull this off by letting her pictures do most of the talking. And as for her pictures, they told the story rather well. They were clearly hand-drawn and reminiscent of older book illustrations, which was nice as well. Not to mention, they provided plenty of humor. But my biggest issue was, to set up some of that humor, parts were illogical, like leaving the front door wide open. But other than that, it worked. If you're looking for a prison break thriller with a gorilla who can't stop monkeying around, take a look at this one. On a scale of 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 3.7. I'll have a heap and helpin' and go back for several more servants. But I'm stopping before I get too tired. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.